freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. we got a great show today. Our theme is Ordinarily Extraordinarily. Cheryl keeps trying to put those words out that I can't say. <laughs> anyway, we've got a, a great lineup. We've got uh, Car- uh, Carly Tizelman. She's a host of This Old Horse and Ride TV and host of NRA TV. We have Jamie Lyons. She's a volunteer program administrator at the Arizona Game and Fish Department. Respect, access, tread lightly, auction and dinner. We have Rick Ector. He's a civil rights advocate, keynote speaker, expert witness, freelance writer, and firearms instructor. In Detroit. What? Michigan. They have firearms instructors in Detroit. We're going to let Rick tell us about it. Wow. Our second hour is Nick Adams, author of Green Card Warrior and one of our newest legally immigrated American citizens. Congratulations, Nick. Mm-hmm. We have Marcus Weldon, known as Detroit's Santa Claus Shooter helping us tell his story, which is a cautionary tale of what legal battles you may face in the defense of using a firearms. We met him in Florida last week, and uh, he's got an awesome story. Mm-hmm. We also have Amanda Sifficold. She's one of the D.C. Project's delegates who was recently appointed to the Ohio Gun Owners Advisory Board for the Trump Pence campaign. How cool is what, that? What is that? What does she do? She tells him, oh, no, you can't have that law. Well, we're going to ask her that, but uh, I think she's at least going to help them uh, describe guns correctly, use use terminology correctly, and that sort of thing, and tell them what might be a bad law. So um, the thread, right? The thread that runs through today's show, uh, ordinarily extraordinary is the theme. And if you ask any of our guests today on our show if they think they're extraordinary, I can pretty much bet you down to a person that they would humbly say that they are not. They would say that they are ordinary people, but they are people who have done something to inspire others, to lift up their fellow man or woman, and to show themselves and others what one person can still do in this day and age to make our country a better place for current and future generations. And that is is what makes them extraordinary. We have all heard someone say, I'm only one person. What difference can I possibly make? Each of our guests today have turned that phrase into a personal challenge. What difference can I make? And then they set about doing just that. I hope and Dan hopes that you are encouraged to answer that question in your own life. And set a course to being like these fine people, ordinarily extraordinary. Dan? Well, Cheryl, you know, today's show is pre-recorded. We um, are in, what's that, California? Mm -hmm. What, are we buying guns or what? (laughs) Well, you know, we do have a lot of California people that have been selling us their guns and their collections since... uh, around July when they changed their laws so badly. But no, we're in California, in Disneyland, celebrating somebody's birthday. That would be Dan's. Oh, Happy oh, birthday, right. Dan. Why do you have to remind me of that? <laughs> anyway, we, um, so this is pre-recorded. The events that happened in Florida this weekend, uh, or this week, we hope that uh, everybody got out of that okay. Yeah, today, when we're sitting in the studio, is Thursday, October 6th. Of course, you'll be hearing the show on Saturday, October 8th. And, um, you know, we've got some friends that live right smack in the epicenter of where that storm is being tracked to go. 
Uh, he was uh, actually a guest on the show a few months back, John Marshall. Uh, he and his wife, Becky, uh, live right there in, golly, where did he say it was called? Um, let me see if I can check my notes here real, real quick. He Brevard said County, Brevar- Melbourne, Brevard County. He said it's pretty much uh, where they're predicting ground zero to hit with this storm on on the 7th, so the, so the day before you hear this show. So we're hoping everything went okay. And good news for the Florida people. You know, uh, last year, Governor Scott signed the Florida Emergency Concealed Carry Bill that said uh, when you have a mandatory uh, evacuation mm-hmm. that you could carry a gun concealed. I love that. So, um, I mean, really, what, since we're here in Arizona and we get to be treated like adults, we we think that you should have what we call constitutional carry all the time. But right now, we'll we'll accentuate the positive, right? And, right? and, and we'll say that during evacuations, you're adults, <laughs> right? Well, you better and, act like adults, but. I like uh, some of the quotes here in this article. It was on guns.com. It was actually written back on 5-22-15. And it says, uh, Marion Hammer, who's the president of the Unified Sportsman of Florida and past president of the NRA, said this bill's a no-brainer, especially in Florida with our hurricane exposure. When you are ordered to evacuate, take your kids, your dogs, and valuables and flee. The last thing you should leave behind is your gun. People have a responsibility to defend themselves and their family. So taking firearms with you is not only your right, it's your responsibility. So what did you say with the list? Give me that list again. What what order? Oh, what? <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see. Your kids. Okay. Your dog. Right. Your valuables. Right. Um, your firearms. And your firearms. And then your wife. Yeah, I, I don't see is spouse that... on there anyway. <laughs> Uh, hey, he, he or she was going to stay back and guard the safe, the gun safe that we couldn't load in the car. Well, you stay here with everything. <laughs> no, we uh, also, um, last week we had the um, VP debate. Yeah. And everybody's talked all week long said, who was the winner of the debate? And mm-hmm. you know what? I'd like to switch that around and say, who was the adult in the debate? <laughs> right? Well, Do yeah. we need to say any more? Yeah. I mean, it was like a parent schooling their kids. Well, uh, all right. So the way that I saw it, because I don't know if schooling is right. Yeah, that's I don't know. I don't know if Pence schooled uh, Kane, but I, what I saw was kind of a stereotypical teenager just throwing out this, this cloud of emotion-laced, uh, half truths and not truths, and you know, just a mess. And so the adult in the room, who I saw as Pence, sort of you could almost see his brain calculating. You know, is there anything of value that I could even honor with a comment right. in there? No, I'm going to just sit here and and let him continue on and have his his moment in the spotlight. Um, it was it was frustrating to watch. I will tell you that because I understand there's tactics involved. I understand there's gamesmanship involved, but to just throw out a bunch of of like I said, half truths and and nonsense. It's not a debate, you know. You're I don't know if he was just trying to get under Pence's skin or if he was just trying to get in his sound bites that he'd clearly pre rehearsed, but. I don't know. I I was disappointed because, you know, you and I sit down with our daughter and our younger cousins and her friends, and they like to go over the issues with us. You know, we're different generations. We come at things from a different place. And and we sort of, you know, work through them and debate them and and try to figure out, well, what is this bill really about? Should we vote yes or no? Because sometimes if you vote yes, it means no. There's like all this confusing stuff. And so whenever I'm watching these kinds of things, the teacher in me comes out. And I think, okay, so if I had to sort of, you know, do a wrap up of this with someone who was a first-time voter or, or a younger person, what did they leave us with? With all of the time, 90 minutes, in maybe there was five minutes of substance, real did true they, substance. Did they even answer any questions? I, I don't recall 
them answering a question direct. I don't know. But I, the one thing I do wish Pence would have said is when Kane was saying, you know, your candidate said that all Mexicans are rapists and murderers. I wish somebody somewhere would go, no, you know who Trump called rapist and murderers? Rapists and murderers. Right? He never said every single person of Hispanic descent or Mexican descent has these traits or tendencies or history or anything. But yet that is the thing that just keeps getting played over and over and over again. And it's just not honest. It's not emotionally, I mean, uh, intellectually honest. And it is just an emotion-based and laced soundbite. It's not even information. 90% of the conversations we're hearing on the TV now, isn't that what it is? It is, and it's disappointing. It really is. But at least we do know that the next generation is interested. They are engaged, and uh, we can sort through these soundbite clouds of garbage. I was waiting for Kane to say nanny, nanny, (laughs) boo-boo. I I just kind (laughs) of expected it. You know, somewhere in there. But, oh, well, he disappointed me again. Ah, well, my expectations weren't that high, so I don't know if he disappointed me. But uh, anyway, moving along, we have a great show today where we are talking about extraordinary people, ordinary people who have done extraordinary things. And uh, I encourage you to stick around because we have got some some awesome guests with some awesome, awesome life stories. So much more coming up right after this. Hi, I'm Paul Lathrop. I'd like to talk with you about the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. As many of you know, you'll likely have to win two fights if you have to use your gun in self-defense. The first fight is the gunfight itself. The second fight is the fight to clear your good name through the legal system. You don't need to draw your gun to find yourself in a legal battle for your life and freedom. Even if you do everything right, you may still be prosecuted, which could cost you tens of thousands of dollars. The Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network is an official sponsor of the Self-Defense Radio Network, and they will completely take that worry away by giving you financial assistance and legal assistance if you have to use your gun in a legitimate self-defense situation. In my case, it was $12,500 just to get out of jail and get the attorney started. Don't let no rezealous anti-gun prosecutor make your life miserable because you chose to legally defend yourself. Sign up at armedcitizensnetwork.org for only $135 for the first year and discounted renewals. Or you can call 360-978-5200 and just tell them Paul sent you. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. 
fun? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knoll Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, the theme of our show today is Ordinarily Extraordinary. And Carly Twizzleman of the This Old Horse, she's the host of This Old Horse on Ride TV and also the host of NRA TV, fits that description perfectly. When I met her recently at the NRA Women's Leadership Forum Summit, she commented that she never guessed that growing up a country girl, just being herself, would set her apart to help speak on behalf of our Second Amendment rights. Carly, are you with us? I'm with I'm with you. Thank you so much. I'm just going to let you talk because you make me sound so wonderful. <laughs> well, that's an easy, easy job. You are just so accomplished and such a young, okay. young woman uh, to have so many accomplishments. Um, you really are very, very impressive. And I'm excited to, to bring you to the show. Um, my husband, Dan's on with us as well. Hi, Carly. Hi. And uh, you, you were going to talk to us about, you know, just that being yourself, like your your background growing up, you, your family, you were ranchers, right? You did rodeo. Yeah. Tell us about Absolutely. yourself. Absolutely. I, I grew up, uh, I come from a seven generation ranching family off the coast of California. So being outdoors and, and being around horses and, and cattle and hunting and all the outdoor lifestyle is something that has been embedded in me for, you know, my whole life. And um, I always had a passion for working in front of the camera and performing, but I never thought that growing up, like I had told you at the summit, that, you know, my background would be the biggest reason for why I had the most success in the entertainment world. And here I am now hosting for two different networks just because of the person that I grew up being yeah like you sense. you didn't have the same learning curve that you know the average spokesperson whether it be a man or a woman would have to go through like okay what's the proper terminology for you know fill in the blank for you know because rodeoing mm-hmm. has its own language right oh yeah for I, sure <laughs> I can't even try I think I've been to one rodeo in my life so I barrel racing there I did it yeah that was great no sure, um, quit it's so funny around. because <laughs> it's so funny because, yeah, I, I mean, rodeoing is a huge part of my life. I rodeo professionally. And wh- the job with this old horse, when it came up, you know, hosting a show about famous horses throughout history, and they approached me knowing that I had, a you know, history in TV, I couldn't have dreamed up a better job. And the same thing with the NRA and, and hosting their network now. It's just everything that I love and I'm passionate about, and I have no problem talking about stuff like that. <laughs> That's incredible. And just having that authenticity is, it's really refreshing, to be honest with you, because we were just in the lead in talking about, you know, politics and this crazy election season, and how Mm -hmm. people just kind of throw stuff against the wall to see what soundbite's going to stick. And people are just kind of making it up as they go along. And so to see somebody speak from their, their area of expertise is honestly, for me, I think it's beautiful. You know, it's just beautiful. You can relax inside of your skin and just enjoy what you're watching and listening to because you know you're in good hands with with Carly Twizzleman. Oh, you're so sweet. And, you know, that's what makes me, I think, love my job so much because I don't have to pretend like I know what I'm talking about because it's everything that I am and know, which makes my job super easy because I can just be myself and and uh, portray what I, you know, what I want to get across to the audience in a way that they'll understand if they're also fellow enthusiasts. That's fantastic. Now, you do have a degree in mass communications from UCLA, right? I do. That's right. 
And so I'm a Bruin. <laughs> <laughs> and so what did, what did you learn there? Because clearly you already had the background, you had the knowledge, you had the the proper word terminology for these outdoor things. But what do they teach you with, with that sort of um, degree? Is it kind of stage presence or? You know, I feel like the biggest thing I learned with my degree was um, definitely my writing skills. Like I, I feel like I went to college to learn how to write. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then also public speaking and I want to say the biggest thing, though, is learning to understand people and listen to people. Mm-hmm. Because going to a university, university like that, where, you know, it's in the city, it's very urban, and I come from a very rural background, um, it was just a whole different set, a whole different mindset to where I had to learn how other people thought that might have been different or, than myself or something that I didn't agree with, but try to understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. And I guess better communicate with everyone knowing the two different sides of how people think. That's probably the biggest thing I took away from college, which I hope everybody kind of gets that in any degree that they study. But um, also just studying, like, um, film and how, I guess, how TV and film came about. That was what I found really interesting was the history of how media came to be. That's cool. Carly, I want to talk about the guiding hunts that you did. How, How did you get involved in that? Well, um, I, like I said, I grew up on a grain and cattle ranch, and our neighbors, who also were a ranching family, um, they had a, they have the largest exotic hunting outfit in the country. It's called Bitterwater Outfitters, and they were our neighbors, and we've hunted, you know, our whole lives out there. My, my, my family also has a hunting program, but, you know, I would just go down the road next door when I had free time, and and go guide hunts for them, and then it became like a regular deal, and uh, it was fun, and, and you know, you get to hang out with your friends and family and meet new people and take them all over the land that you know, like the back of your own hand, and that's kind of how I got involved in that. It just happened to be, you know, right in my backyard. <laughs> well, and I don't think people understand, people who don't know hunting, all they think is, oh, you go kill Bambi. They don't understand mm-hmm. the, you know, the social angle of it. They don't understand the responsibility angle of it and the focus angle of it. There's so many things. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we just recently filmed a, a segment for NRA TV where I went on a hunt with, a, a, it was a dove hunt with a veterinarian. And it was so interesting because here... I mean, this is just an example, but here's a person who cares for animals and, and has a true respect for saving animals' lives on a daily basis, yet he has a true passion for hunting. Mm-hmm. And to go out there with him and, and see him with his family and, um, you know, and see, like, like you said, how hard people work towards it and how much focus they have on it and, and how it's not about just, you know, killing an animal it's one being with your family. It's working together as a team. It's you know the feeding your family, and it's not you know just like mm-hmm. you said killing Bambi. It's really a, a true respect for nature. I think that's awesome. Now we've mentioned NRA TV a couple of times now. Tell us a little bit more about what that is because that's brand new, isn't it? It is. They just launched this last week. Um, NRA TV can now be found on Apple TV. Roku, Amazon, and Chromecast, and it is the National Rifle Association's network. So anything Second Amendment, whether it's involving politics, lifestyle, you can find anything from hunting to um, competitions to uh, to another. There's a show called Tips and Tactics. There's a lot of information for anybody to go and learn or just enjoy television about firearms and the Second Amendment. Well, I have to, we have a Roku. I don't know how to work it yet, but we have. <laughs> oh, man, it's easy. It's just like an app on your phone. It's so, I, I have a Roku as well, and it's great because you can go pick out the channels you want. So you got to pick NRA TV. Okay. And then it just looks like an app on your TV, and you can click on it. And we have, uh, so we're live at the top of the hour from 9 to 1 Eastern time. And um, in between those hours there's um, great content they have tons of really amazing content uh 
shows that I was blown away by. And one of the reasons I was so excited about this network was how great their content is. But, um, yeah, you can go on there. We have stuff going 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you have to go check it out. I definitely will. Well, luckily, we have um, a daughter and a son-in-law about your age. And so what what looks easy to your generation, to, to the likes <laughs> of us, we're like, uh, I don't know where it goes. We what got it plug for Christ- do we use? We got it for Christmas last year, and we're afraid <laughs> to take it out of the box because it has security seals on it. Oh, geez. Okay, we're not that bad. <laughs> not quite that bad. Well, but <laughs> have, your, have your daughter help you out. She'll have you set you up. Exactly. That's why we keep them around. (laughs) Well, tell everybody how they can follow all of the wonderful things you're doing and connect with you um, on for for all of your endeavors. Well, I'm definitely all over social media. You know, that's what my generation does these days. (laughs) But um, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Carly Twistleman, and I'm also on Twitter and Instagram with the, the handle Carly Twist. So, and I also have a website. You can visit com, or you can find me on NRA TV or uh, Ride TV. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, Twizzleman, it sounds like it's with Z's, but it's not, right? It's with an S. Two S's. T-W-I. Think of, whist- What's that? Think of Whistle, and then it's whistle man nice well done well done well carly (laughs) thank you so much i know we had to time this interview very carefully because you are always doing stuff and we kind of caught you in between uh uh filming uh sessions i believe so thank you thank you so much for taking the time and coming on and i look forward to figuring out my roku uh-huh. installing my oh, awesome. NRA TV app and tuning in to watch you on NRA TV. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, stick around because coming up right after these messages is Jamie Lyons. Now, Jamie is the volunteer program administrator for the Arizona Game and Fish Department talking to us about respected access. Interesting. And I think it has ramifications far beyond Arizona. And I know we have listeners all over the world, really. But um, stick around. I think you're going to be very interested in what Jamie and we talk about. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. 
Thank you for sticking around with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. Well, our theme today is Ordinarily Extraordinary, and we are talking with Miss Jamie Lyons, Volunteer Program Administrator at the Arizona Game and Fish Department, about respected access. Talk to us a little bit about that. Are you with us, Miss Jamie? Yes, I am. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Dan is also on the line here with us. Hi, Jamie. And Hello. and we we are based in Arizona, but of course we have listeners truly all over the world, but definitely all across the country. And so when we talk about something that sounds like it's specific to Arizona, I don't want people to kind of mentally tune us out because respected access um, it it has much larger ramifications than just here in Arizona. So can you talk to people a little bit about what it what it means to Arizona specifically and and how it does relate to a broader audience? Okay, sure. Uh, respected Access Arizona is a campaign that promotes respected access to keep Arizona outdoors healthy and open to the public. And what they do is they distribute educational materials that keep that respected access open, which allows the public to access that land. And they conduct volunteer events on a regular basis to do massive cleanup efforts so we can keep that access open. And on a bigger picture, Tread Lightly, they really work on supporting and encouraging the stewardship access on America's lands and waters. So there's like the big picture part of it. Absolutely. Now, you know, we're talking about respecting the land by cleaning up after ourselves, basically. Is that what we're talking about? Absolutely. Um, You know, when you go on into public lands and, you know, you do uh, shooting, target shooting and uh, UTV driving, it's all about making sure that you do it correctly. You clean up after yourself. And even if you see trash from somebody else and you have a trash bag, just picking it up and putting, you know, that effort into keeping access open. So when uh, I was young and Dan was young, uh, there used to be an ad on the television with, you know, the the Indian, and he had the single tear, the, the Native American Indian, he had the single tear coming out of his, his eye. And that really was very impactful for my generation. I mean, I, I, you're probably too young to remember that, but... <laughs> But it it really did help us to think before we'd maybe toss something out of the car window or leave a trash bag in the park or wherever we happen to be. And we don't have really that kind of um, imagery right now that, that resonates the way that that did. But I think Tread Lightly is working towards that. That's correct, and, and they do a lot of promotion education and handing out flyers, and they work with 1,800 volunteers, and you know that's really significant. And, and every year they have multiple events that volunteers can come out to, and so far they've picked up 150 tons of trash. Whoa. 150 tons. Tons of trash. Yep. I mean, that is just incredible to think. Now, I don't know that all of that is necessarily left behind because, you know, some people went out shooting for the weekend, right? I mean, no, I mean, there's a variety. Absolutely not. I mean, you know, there's so many aspects to public land and and the litter and, and stuff. You know, it can be any type of person just even hiking, you know, and, and dropping wrappers, but it's all about picking up after yourselves and, and cleaning up and just, you know, spreading the word. And, and it, you know, you see other people sometimes doing it. It's about, hey, pick it up and just helping and, and making a difference so we can keep, you know, open access for everybody in Arizona open. And it's very, very important. Yeah, we were always taught when we were kids that you picked up a little bit more than what you came with. And it was a good, good, good for us. But I, I don't see it anymore. We go to the, out in the desert to shoot, and uh, there's a favorite place we go out, and uh, you see all the trash that's there. And well, and it's a dumping ground. Yeah. Besides just what they call trigger trash, which I think is a, a clever mm-hmm. thing. I think Tread Lightly came up with that just to kind of put it in people's minds that if they go out shooting, you know, 
it it leaves brass behind. You leave the the plastic shotgun shell casings and whatever you were shooting at as a target. That's trigger trash. Take it out with you, but also don't bring in your your old what sofa. <laughs> you know, right? Absolutely, yes. And and you know, there's there's so much education that has to be put into you know a massive amount of change over time and that's what they're doing is they're they're making a difference for the future by educating people that's what's really important because you can't change behavior right away but what you can do is you can you put the volunteers out there to to clean this up and then you can educate everyone on you know how that problem affects us you know as as Arizonans, it affects us. And so that's what it's all about. It's about education and volunteering and making a difference. Well, I remember about a year ago, we did a cleanup out there on Miller Road. And we did, I think, three or four of those 48-foot dumpsters. We were really proud. Things looked really good when we got done. It was an all-day event. And then I went back two weeks later. It was almost as bad as it was the first time. Mm. And uh, it's just... People have to be, you know, they have to learn. And it's not just the people that shoot. We, you go to Pleasant Lake on Sunday evening. Go there at about 5 o'clock and, and just look around. It's trash everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the point is, with respected access, is that if we don't clean up after ourselves and we don't find volunteers that will you know, organize cleanups, that eventually, you know, these are public lands. That doesn't mean they belong to Joe Smith. Right. Correct. That means it belongs to all Joan and Jay Smiths and that collectively we're going to say, you know what, if you can't clean up after yourself, we don't want you using our lands. And that's what we're afraid is going to happen. Right. Absolutely. Right. We want to keep access open to the public. Absolutely. So uh, how could someone get involved if they wanted to help out with the the cleanups or the the whole idea of Respected Access Arizona? Well, the volunteer projects are held on a frequent basis, and the best way to do it is going to their webpage, which is respectedaccess.org. You can also check them out on Facebook and sign up for newsletters. and so, so people can volunteer for these efforts. And if, if and some people aren't, you know, the volunteer type, but they, they want to get involved and they can donate to Tread Lightly um, and through respectedaccess.org, they can donate. And we also um, hold an, an annual event uh, for Respected Access Arizona. And this event this year is um, putting on a raffle for a chance to win a 2016 Polaris Ranger EV. And this is custom-made. It was made possible by Ride Now Power Sports. It's an awesome UTV. Um, and the tickets are $20 each. And, and that UTV is about sixteen, uh, approximately $16,000 in value. Oh, wow. And you can also get six raffle tickets for 100 So if you're, you know, we encourage volunteers. We'd love to see that. Um, even sharing posts on Facebook, you know, social media is such a big thing. But if that's not an option and people just want to get a, uh, have a chance to win something and donate, so with that money that we raise at this event, that helps us with our funding next year to get more volunteers out and to um, and put more educational materials out. And so those are the, the main ways people can participate to make a difference. So online, somebody could, whether wherever they live, they could buy a raffle ticket for the, the uh, Ride Now uh, item, right? Correct, yes. Um, right now, they can uh, go to Respected Access Arizona, uh, their Facebook page. Uh, they can go to Game and Fish's Facebook page and uh we actually are probably about to market it here again. Uh, we post regular posts about this this opportunity to win this Polaris Ranger EV. Um, but yes, they can just click on the link, and you know it will take them directly to a raffle page, which explains everything. And you know if they want to participate in the raffle, they're more than welcome to. And then if you're local enough that you could come out to the Ben Avery Range uh, that's near Lake Pleasant uh, in Phoenix, Arizona then there's a whole event going on on October 15th, right? Yes, there is an event um, for October 15th. Um, space right now is limited. We're, uh, it's one week away. 
So we're getting pretty uh, full. We've got approximately 300 people that we're expecting to attend. It's an auction. Um, but, yeah, if people are interested in going, there's still some room left. Um, it's just limited. And so they can absolutely uh, come to the event, and all the, all the money that we raise goes to Respected Access Arizona and ensuring that we keep open access. So there's a fun shoot in the afternoon and a dinner and auction in the evening, and the whole deal is like 65 bucks. I mean, how do you beat that? Awesome. It's awesome. The fun shoot is awesome. The, the dinner is great. Um, uh, we've got barbecue there, and then the auction. I mean, the, the UTV will be announced that night, and uh, a week later people can take the UTV home. So it's not like a big delay on, on receiving that prize. So, yeah, it's, it's just a great event. I love it. And and if you're not in Arizona, you can still participate. You can buy the, go online and uh, that's at treadlightly.org. Is that where the the registration is to buy the ticket for the Polaris Ranger EV? Well, I, I want to say that the raffle is limited to Arizonans because of um, the, the laws associated with putting on raffles. Ah. But you can still donate you know, directly to Tread Lightly or volunteer. Some people come in from different states and different time of the year, and, and they can look to see if there are opportunities to, to volunteer. Gotcha. That makes perfect sense. Well, thank you so much for spending thank time you. with us today. And, you know, really spreading this message is important because it's just a matter of your mama doesn't live here. Pick up after yourself. Mm-hmm. But Exactly. <laughs> exactly, but yes. It's just that, yeah, just the simplicity of picking up after yourself. And if you see something else, pick it up and get involved and absolutely make a difference for our future. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Jamie. I appreciate thank all you. that you are doing and tread lightly and respectedaccessarizona.org. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Okay, well, when we come back from these brief messages, we're going to be talking with someone who is legally armed in Detroit. There's nothing ordinary about that, nor the man who is helping others in a city that is not known for being especially 2A friendly. Mr. Rick Ector is coming up to talk with us right after this break. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment. Staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Potty Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at pottygoldestate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. Be a Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We have Rick Ector. He's a civil rights advocate, keynote speaker, expert witness, freelance writer, and a firearms instructor in Detroit. Wow. How do you do that? Rick, are you with us? 
Are you with us, Rick? Hello? Rick, are you here? I'm here. Can you hear me now? There uh, you are. Hi. Yeah, I had the phone on mute. I was <laughs> actually, okay. Rick, I think what happened. To go I, on, and I didn't want to make sure anything uh, unruly permeated in the background. But I, yes, I'm here. Thank I think you the for phone. Me. The phone probably went in shock when we said that you were a concealed uh, const- uh, instructor, carry instructor in Detroit. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Uh, there's a uh, a contingent, a growing amount of people who are finding that it is incumbent that they take on a more active role in their personal protection. Yes, even in Detroit. That is awesome. I'm so glad to hear that. Absolutely. And so we met you uh, just this past weekend in Florida at the Gun Rights Policy Conference and uh, the GRPC, as it's known. And uh, I was very struck by the presentation that you gave. And I'll let you kind of, you know, run with it. But but the thing that I remember you saying was that at some point in your life, you witnessed a young woman who had been brutalized and murdered and just left discarded like a piece of trash in the street. Mm-hmm. And that you basically said to yourself, there's got to be something I can do to try to make it where that can that will never happen to another woman yeah it was uh you know it was just one of those things where you see something heinous occur and you think man what in the world do we have to do to address the problem of this nature just the cold callous discarding of a human body let alone that belonging to a woman was just heartless to me so you know i had a, a bit of inspiration i went on to my social media platform of choice, Facebook, and I said, look, if you're a woman out there, you see this message, you want to learn how to shoot, just come to the gun range, and I'll just take care of everything. You don't have to worry about having a gun, ammunition, the shooting fee, the range time fee. Just come, and you know what? We'll go, and we'll shoot and teach you some safety. That first year, I had 50 women take me up on it, and I made it an annual thing, and uh, I've had chance to plan it as I grew, and uh, luckily for me, I, I developed a good relationship with a lot of peers in the firearms training industry, and lo and behold, you know, through uh, donations of ammunition and guns and partnering with the gun range, this past July 31st, we trained 417 women in one day, which was, you know, it, it, was, a, it was a great feat. It was short of the 500 I was shooting for. But undaunted, I'm looking to train 600 next year. Wow. I just I just have to say, wow. So in one time, and that's not even counting that, you know, in your first year, there were 50 women whose lives you touched and enriched. Um, but in July of this year, 417 I mean, if that's one yeah. woman from each family, that is 417 families' lives you've touched. Their their lives are forever changed because you've empowered them to protect not only themselves, but their children, their grandchildren, their spouses. I mean, when I hear people say, I'm only one person, what can I do? I right. think I'm just going to start sending them to Rick Ector and you tell them. <laughs> Well, you know, that's the thing. You, 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 I think a lot of people underestimate what one person can achieve. Now, I can't take credit for the event. You know, I organized it, coordinated it, got volunteers. But, uh, yeah, one person had to pull it all together. And luckily for me, I found a gun range that saw the benefit of bringing 417 ladies into his gun shop who will probably make that their favorite shop of choice, probably buy a gun there ammunition, you name it, accessories, and just establishing an ongoing relationship. So in my opinion, it was a no-brainer, but it took me a little longer than I thought it should to find someone who could see the the wisdom in doing that. But, yeah, I I, I owe a deep debt of gratitude to the other 35 firearms instructors that partnered with me to donate their time for an entire day for free, range safety officers, the many people who donated ammunition to the cause. If I just allocated 21 rounds of ammunition per person, pretty soon the ammo, you know, starts to, to mount up. So, you know, hopefully I'll get the same participation and support this upcoming year in 2017. 
that's 417 people that probably had no idea how they could protect themselves before they saw you. Well, there's a lot of women who wish to learn about guns, but there's a lot of barriers that are out there. You know, the first one, of course, I guess, is the psychological barrier that exists. Uh, some preconceived notions you may have, you may have heard some things uh, published in the media and the social atmosphere that, that's incorrect. I wanted to take one of those factors and completely remove it from the equation. Free training, free gun, free ammo, free supervision. If you're curious about guns, come try it. You'll be safe. You'll learn something. And, and, and worst case scenario, if you decide that you tried it and you didn't like it, okay, now it's no longer an option to clutter your mind with. Now you can start looking at some other alternatives. And I have to say in the five years I've done it, I've seen very few, if none, uh, not look at firearms ownership and personal protection in general as something that they wanted to pursue. Actually, I've had a few people who, you know, I was actually able to convert from hating guns and never seen one to actually looking at it as a viable alternative. So it's a positive program, and, and everyone that's affiliated with it is, is exhausted, but at the end of the day, we knew we did a good thing. Well, absolutely. Now, you, you mentioned that it took you a while before you found a partner in a, a local business to, to help you out with this endeavor. What was some of the resistance that you were, you were finding? Well, you know, to take a gun range, and, and I'm not sure how big ranges are out west, but here some of them are anywhere from 10 stalls to 20 stalls. Maybe there's one that has 30. You know, for someone to come in and, and require a large number of stalls, you know, that potentially represents an upfront uh, loss of revenue. Mm. You know, and, and you have to talk to gun owners in a, in a, in a and you being a gun owner, you could probably relate. You have to talk to them in terms that they understand what's in it for them. I mean, if we just, you know. <laughs> Guilty, right? Because we're, we're business owners. we got to look at that you know, bottom business line. Business owners have but, to eat and they have to yeah, make money. So yeah. you have to say, well, look, you may forego a little revenue that day in the short term. In yeah. the short term. Yeah. Give but, me your, your, your loneliest day at a gun range. Mm-hmm. Your loneliest day in the loneliest part of the year, your slowest day of the year, I will fill it up with potential customers that will be with you for years. And as a matter of fact, many husbands were so elated mm-hmm. that I finally got their wives out of the house to actually go to a gun range and shoot a gun. They, Some of them were so happy, and it wasn't a lot of them, but there was a noticeable few that actually took that opportunity to buy a gun for their spouse right there on the spot. So you get a few guns on that immediate day, but when you relate it to the gun shop owner, say, hey, look at this. You know, especially if they have some marketing acumen. You know, don't just make it a, a one-off kind of thing. You know, get some contact information, put them on your email list, uh, give them a pass for a free half hour, you know, in the next two or three months, you know, follow up. There is no way that a gun shop owner with at least a modicum of marketing, marketing acumen can make this event pay off. Well, Rick, and, I, uh, I, I have a gun shop, and, you know, we have to watch our pennies. But I'll tell you, if mm-hmm. I had, I, we're thinking about putting a range in. We're, we're at the first steps of it. But I'll tell you, um, I think that's investing in your future. It's like, you know, you, you have to do that. I mean, it, those people, out of those 417 people, I can guarantee you that at least a good majority of them went back to the range and, and practiced what they were taught. You know, what I found, though, is that many times business owners across all fields of endeavor, they really break their neck trying to get people that want to buy now. You know, I want the person that wants to buy now. Well, everybody doesn't want to buy like right now. They have some hang-ups. They have some issues. There needs to be some trust there. There needs to be a relationship. Well, how do you get all of those undecideds and bring them into the fold and nurture them and give them something to grow and get them to a point where they're ready? You know, things such as constant contact, putting them on, you know, newsletter list, put out a bulletin every so often, teach them something, help them along the path. There are people, you know, and I do this with my uh, CPL training, there are people who 
have been on my newsletter list for like four years. I don't know them personally. They signed up to the pop-up on the website, and they got an email from me every week or every two weeks, and then they pop up in my class like four years later. You know, it's the darndest thing. And, and the really funny thing about it is that they really feel that they've established, you know, a solid relationship with me because I gave them a lot of information up front for free, and it didn't really cost me much to do that. So to fill your marketing funnel with 417 brand-new people to guns who want to learn more, what smart business person wouldn't take advantage of that? And, you know, surprising to me, it took me a while to find one that was forward-thinking, but uh, my objective in doing this event to make it as popular and successful uh, for him as the personal fulfillment enrichment that I get out of doing the event. So it's, it's a great thing. Win-win. If you do win-win relationships, everyone will want to do it again. You know, I couldn't agree with you more. And marketing dollars are difficult dollars to spend because you just don't know, you know, what, what message is going to stick, what's going to resonate with people. But when you've opened your doors and you've invited them in to have a brand new experience for free, that's that's just darn smart, I think. And uh, so I, I'm hoping that you are talking to across the airwaves, across the nation right now. There's several people whose ears just started burning going, you know what? <laughs> Rick is speaking to me and he's talking right. truth. And this is something that I can do to not only help my community, but my business as well. And before we, we run out of time here, I want to mention that I want to congratulate you. You were awarded the Defender of Liberty Award at the Gun Rights Policy Conference, and just so deserving. So congratulations for that. You know, thank you so very much. Um, I had no idea I was even being considered and nominated for an award, you know, and to go there and to get one. for and Here's where some of the guilt comes in. The guilt comes in in the fact that I'm being rewarded for something that, I find extreme pleasure in doing, and I just do it because it feels right and it's the right thing to do. So it's kind of embarrassing for me personally to get an award for something that I do without any expectation of official recognition. But since it's from a gun rights organization, it, it in my mind, it truly means a lot, and uh, I truly appreciate it. I love it. Well, there's that, that humility that shows... Uh... You really are deserving of this. All right. Well, tell people very quickly, and then we have to run. How can they reach out to you or learn more about Detroit CCW? Oh, easy. I made it as easy as possible. If you can remember my name, Rick, R-I-C-K, last name, Ector, E-C-T-O-R, Google me. You will find me on Google+. You'll find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, I have a channel everywhere. And my handle on most of those sites is Detroit CCW, all strung together. And if you'd like to, you know, communicate with me further, I invite everyone to like my page on Facebook, Rick's Firearm Academy of Detroit. The URL is facebook.com forward slash Michigan. CCW. You do that, you'll find me. Press the love button and let's continue the conversation. <laughs> Press the love button. I love that. All right, Rick, <laughs> thank you so much. We're going to have to have you back on again and hear about more of these awesome events where you, you've introduced ladies and their husbands to, to firearms. Absolutely. And I want to thank you so very much for having me. And you know what? It was truly my pleasure to meet you at the GRPC. Hopefully we'll get to see each other at another one of those conferences i believe dallas is the site for next year so hopefully we'll keep the conversation going and i'd love to be on your show and love to see you at another conference thank you so much count on it bye rick Bye-bye. all right well don't move a muscle we still have our second hour to come up where we have nick adams marcus weldon and amanda suffolk great stories of ordinarily extraordinary people Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. 
Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at PottyGoldEstate.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. Um...